0: It's lovely to have the author with me, the Marianne uh, Schurer, am I s- pronouncing it correctly? Yes. I always have, have that thing with the surnames. We introduced you last week uh, and it's all about perfect health in natural way and we shared, you shared your testimony and that of your husband and your family and how important it is to look after yourself mm-hmm. and to take that responsibility. And I'm sitting here with your book, which is an international bestseller. And I must say, Marianne, what a wonderful way to look at things. You know, it is simple. It's explanatory. It just makes so sense talking about this from a natural perspective. And uh, I'm sure that uh, this will make a difference in a lot of people's lives. Mm -hmm. And while we have this book here, and uh, I have the privilege of um, sharing it with our listeners and having the author here, Let's get going and see if we can give the people a general overview of health and taking care of yourself. And I think the best way is always to start at the beginning, because we look at sickness and we look at overweight, and it's actually a combined thing of a lot of issues that goes wrong. The body just goes totally, spiral, totally out of control. Mm -hmm. And that's where we want to start today with the people and with this book specifically. Why? Why do we become why are we so sick
1: and why are we overweight it's it's not a complicated answer although people want it to be complicated sometimes they want to think it's because they're eating according to the wrong blood group or because they caught a virus or a bacteria jumped on them or god was punishing them or something i don't know what it is it's god designed our bodies in a specific way and they're designed in a specific way to be fed and to be treated and if we don't treat our bodies the way they were designed to be treated, something's going to go wrong. You may be overweight. You may have sinus problems. You may not sleep well at night. You could be just suffering from depression. You could have mood swings. You could have hormonal problems. You could have – your hair could be falling out. I mean, it's one of a thousand different things. And what happens is we don't stop for a second and think, what am I doing to my body that it's not happy? What What's causing this problem? What am I doing wrong? Well, our first response is, I better go and find out what I can take to fix this. Whereas really what we should be doing is, is saying, what can I do to fix this? And the first place you've got to start is with your diet. You have to do it because... We're designed to eat an alkaline-forming diet, predominantly alkaline-forming. 75% of your diets should be mainly fruit and vegetables. The other 25% will be your grains and your nuts and your seeds and your chicken and your fish. When we swap that around and we eat very little fruit and vegetables and we're eating mainly animal products and grains and then we're having processed foods and fast foods, our body eats an acid-forming diet and in that environment cancer cells multiply really fast. Now we know that cancer in South Africa one out of every two males will get it one out of every three females 21 years when my first book came out The Natural Way 22 years ago was 1991 when I spoke at the Cancer Association in Johannesburg the statistics were one out of six to seven South Africans will get cancer so in the short space of 22 years it's gone out to one out of two to three which is like the same as heart disease as many people die from heart disease as they do from cancer in South Africa and westernized countries shows we're doing something wrong I mean the the top three diseases are all lifestyle related heart disease cancer diabetes and we become sick because we are simply not taking responsibility for our bodies and we're not looking to find out what how did God design our bodies how should we be eating where are they I mean you could even if you don't want you don't have to get into the nutritional side you could say let me just look at the people that are the healthiest and the longest living in the world and you can go online and look at the blue zones they're in Italy they're in North America in Loma Linda they're in Japan they're in there's a group in Europe and in South America There are these communities around the world that live well into the hundreds their brains work every day their bowels are working and their bladder works You know, it's not. It's pointless living long and your bowels and your bladder and your brain stops working. Yeah, which is the most important elements of functioning. Absolutely. And things like excess weight, that's just another sign. It's like my husband actually refers to it as road signs. We get these road signs. You've got headaches all the time. You've got migraines all the time. You're constipated. Your body doesn't feel comfortable. You're not sleeping very well. Or you sleep for long periods of time and you wake up exhausted. That is a signpost saying... Stop, something's wrong. We ignore those signposts. I mean it's like a traffic light being there and we just go through it. It's, there's a red traffic light, we just go through it, there's a stop sign, we don't stop. So we get these signposts all along the way and suddenly we get cancer for example, or somebody drops dead of heart disease and people say, Ah, oh, shame. They were such a nice person. Why did they get cancer? and, and uh, people always say to me but you know I've got a friend and he used to run and he used to do this and that and the next thing and, and he got cancer and he was dead in two months why did it happen to him he was so fit he, I, I just spoke to a, a young guy no he's in his late 30s early 40s been diagnosed with cancer he said I always thought that because I was fit it would cancel out all the bad things I was putting into my body and from the day he was diagnosed he changed his diet like this a month later now he had a tumour in his digestive tract he had cancer on the liver and spots in his lungs ok one month later after changing his diet radically to be an alkaline forming diet lots of fruit and vegetables exactly a month later they removed the tumour and they said we just want to check all the others so we can see how much chemo we've got to give, give you there was no cancer on the lungs and no cancer on the liver nothing the tumour just isolated hadn't spread to any of the lymph nodes they took 19 lymph nodes couldn't find any cancer it had gone nowhere because the human body is designed to destroy cancer cells if you let it, and that's the problem. We don't let our bodies work the way they were designed to work because we we live in a in a in an environment where it tastes good. Why must I not eat it? it tastes so lacquer. I want some more. Uh, we don't think, but and yet the very foods God has made. You think of things like mangoes. Mangoes are delicious. They packed full of antioxidants loaded with carotenoids that come in the antioxidants carotenoids, they come in and they arm your immune system your killer cells increase within 5 to 15 days of increasing your fruit and veg intake, your white blood cells increase dramatically and they go out they're the soldiers and they go and kill those cancer cells that's how quick that response can be and that's why a man can come a month later and say they can't find, they just took the tumor out all the other cancer has gone I don't need any chemo. So it's designed to do that. We need to just, we need to do what Romans 12 tells us to do, is to be completely renewed. Our mind needs to be completely renewed so that we think differently. And when you ask God to help you do that, you suddenly start enjoying the mangoes and the bananas and the... I ate a pomegranate this morning that was the most delicious thing. I remember as a kid eating pomegranates, it used to feel like I was eating little stones, and they weren't very <laughs> exciting. I think I was picking wild ones off the bush at the bottom of the garden. But these pomegranates came from a farmer. They were blood red inside. As I cut it, they were just juice, which is running out into the table. And sweet. Oh, my word, were they sweet. And I gave them to some of the people that were sitting there, and they hadn't tasted pomegranates before, and they were like, this is so delicious. Pomegranates are considered one of the most powerful foods when it comes to antioxidants and destroying free radicals, cancer cells, boosting your immune system. And you think of it, the other day somebody had them, uh, she was selling them in a market and she told me this dad came along with his child, was about eight or nine, and the child looked at this and said, is this an avocado pear? Had no idea what an avocado was and no idea what a pomegranate was. And that's what's happening with the society we're in. We're eating less and less of God's, God's foods and more and more of man's foods and we're getting more and more man-made diseases and that's why we become sick and overweight.
0: Well, you have a very, very good um, method or you call it the
1: KISS principle. Would you like to share that with us? Well, I'll have to try and think exactly what's in my book but the KISS principle is to keep it simple. And you can say stupid, but I don't like that anymore. Keep it simple. Straight and simple. That's the kiss. Keep it simple. We complicate things. We want to eat according to our blood group, as I said earlier on. We want to eat according to our ancestry, or we want to eat according to our culture, or we, we want to go and have blood tests. Oh, everybody wants blood tests to see how they should eat. And they'll go and spend thousands of rands on the blood tests, which will really tell them very often nothing much. But they want to eat, they want something, they want something unique to them. Instead of saying, we need to put God made foods into the God made body and it results in God made health. And, and the most important things that I say to people is keep it simple. Keep it simple so that you can, um, th- the way to remember how to keep it simple is, think of it like this. Can a five-year-old child or an uneducated person who works in your garden understand what you're saying? Can they understand? Can they do it? Can a five-year-old child understand that God made their bodies and they need to put God-made food into their bodies and they'll get God-made health? A child can understand that. But if you start telling them, Sweetheart, I'm so sorry, but you ate type blood group and you can't eat mangoes, which by the way, that whole theory is based on evolution and we shouldn't be even thinking about following it. Or saying to your gardener, You know, Benson, I really don't think you should eat those avocados. I know you live under the tree, but you O-type blood group and you shouldn't be eating avocados. That, That kind of thing is complicated. Nobody understands why. And we've got to understand that God is not that cruel. He puts us in a community where we have natural foods. We should have access to those natural foods. We should be able to eat them. So if a child and an uneducated person can't understand what you're doing with your diet and your lifestyle... Probably you shouldn't be doing it because the truth is always simple, always simple. The gospel of Jesus Christ, of God sending his son to die for us, that is simple, that he loved the world so much that he sent his son. Well, the truth about your health is simple. It's not complicated and anybody can understand it. The next thing is people always quote and they say things like, research says, and then they start to quote something that they've either just made up or some stompies that they picked up from somebody else. You've always got to check out where the research came from. If the research is coming from the industry that is promoting that food and telling you you need to do a certain thing, then you need to question it and say, but if they're telling me to drink milk and the milk is causing ear infections and tonsillitis and snotty noses, where's the research coming from? If it's coming from a food company that promotes and sells dairy products, then you've got to say, I need independent research, not funded. And the third thing is to make sure that you are listening to your body. We kind of listen to our bodies, but we don't know how to interpret the signals correctly. Listening to your bodies, if you're craving sweet things, you don't need another chocolate. You need God's sweet stuff. Dates, raisins, apples, pomegranates, mangoes, bananas. Find the sweet things you do enjoy that God made and eat those first. I'm not saying never eat a chocolate. First eat the God made sweet things and then if you want to eat the man made things then go along and have it. But you probably won't eat the whole slab now. You'll have one block. If you're craving salty things it usually shows you need natural fats in your diet. So instead of going and eating those fried chips and that hamburger full of greasy stuff first go and eat some nice raw nuts like almonds and cashew nuts macadamia nuts yes they're high in fat but those are the fats you need eat an avocado have a handful of olives some sunflower seeds these natural fats are god made we're meant to have them in the body because the hormonal system can't work without them which means your immune system your brain and central nervous system nothing can work out without the good fats but because we don't know how to interpret the signal we sit there and we're thinking i could kill somebody right now for a packet of chips We don't understand that's the cell sending the message to the brain saying you need fats. Cells send the message to the brain saying you need natural glucose. My brain won't work without glucose. I've got to eat more fruit. It's simple. Well, in the weeks to come, we're actually going to share that
0: elementary facts with people as as what sort of things to eat um, and just to make it simple and practical. But it was a good introduction, so we hope that people will stay tuned. And right. that uh, they can follow us through the whole process. We're not saying that in this process that doctors and med- m- the medical staff and personnel are not important. Not at all. What, what we're saying is, and please people understand that we're saying that we should take be good uh, stewards that's of it. our own so that's bodies. It's about stewardship. And that's a, it's all about stewardship. If I'm in an accident, I need a doctor. That's right. Yeah. Thank you so much. Have a lovely day. Bye-bye.